Quick Dvartaira of the week. While the Dvartaira is relatively quick, there is some extra science at the end that, in my humble opinion, is worth listening to as well. This week's Parsha, Tazria, starts off, Isha ki Tazria v'yolda zachar. If a woman conceives and gives birth to a boy, then she is impure for seven days. The Gemara Nida comments on this, that from here you learn that Isha mazrias techila yeleda zachar. If the woman's seed, meaning ovulation, happens first, then the child will be a boy. If the man's seed gets there first, it will be a girl. Then the next Pasuk says how on the eighth day you need to circumcise the boy. So there's a myriad of questions asked over here. First of all, why is it necessary for the Torah to teach us here about Ish Mazriya Tchila or Isha Mazriya Tchila? This whole Parsha is about Tumma and Tahara, the impurities that occur from childbirth and how to become pure again. How's the other stuff relevant? Following up on that, why would it mention here the need to give an eight-day-year-old boy a bris? How's that relevant over here? What does that have to do with Tumma and Tahara? Lastly, why is it taka that you circumcise a boy on the eighth day and not earlier? Explains Rabbi Shlema Ephraim Lunchitz, a well-known Talmudist and Kabbalist who succeeded the Maral as the Rav in Prague, and who is better known by his commentary moniker, the Kliyakar, that you need to look at the later Pasuk, which explains why we are doing this whole process. In Pasuk Zion it says, V'tahara mimkarda meha, she shall be purified from the source of her blood. What is the original source and origin for her blood? This is the sin of Chava at the Eitz Until that point, human beings were going to be higher than angels, above nature. There was to be no damnida and no pain in childbirth. After the Chet Eitz human beings got lowered to the level of Teva, of nature, which is represented by the number seven. Women then needed to start experiencing damnida and the impurities that come with it, as well as the pain of childbirth. Therefore, the Torah is telling us that since if a woman is Mazrias first, the child will be a boy, that boy's main creation comes from his mother. Therefore, the boy that is born also has an impurity attributed to him by way of the Arla. As the Zara tells us that Adam was created without an Arla, and only the Chet Eitzadas caused the creation of the Arla skin which needs to be removed. Just like the mother has to wait seven days of impurity representing Teva, nature, so too the boy who comes directly from the Zerah of the mother has to wait seven days. Only on the eighth day, a number which represents higher than Teva, can we now remove his Arla and start the purifying process. When a woman gives birth to a girl, however, there is no need for the purification of the child, since the girl comes from the Zerah of her father, which is not subject to the same impurities. However, since the mother brought another female into the world, who will eventually be subject to impurities herself later on, the mother was Haisif Tuma Altumasa, she added an impurity to the world, and therefore needs to wait 14 days, seven days for her and seven for her daughter, before she could become ritually clean. So we can see how with a little Kabbalistic insight, it all becomes beautifully clear and all fits together. This is the end of the Dvartaira.
Now for the science. We know for millennium, Tyra has told us that Isha Mazriya if the woman ovulates first, the child will be a boy. But if the man's seed gets there first, the child will be a girl. However, science only recently figured this out. In the 1960s, a Dr. Landrum Shettles, one of the pioneers of IVF, after years of study, concluded the following. We all know that the female egg is an X chromosome, and the male sperm has X chromosomes and Y chromosomes in it. If the X chromosome fertilizes the egg, it will be a girl. And if the Y chromosome fertilizes the egg, it will be a boy. Dr. Shettles discovered that the man's Y chromosomes are faster and lighter, but die off quicker, while X chromosomes are slower but sturdier and last longer. Therefore, if the woman ovulates and her eggs get there first, there is a much greater chance of having a boy, since the Y chromosomes of the male seed will get there first and fertilize the egg. However, if the man's seed gets there first, then there's a much higher chance for having a girl, since the Y chromosomes will have died off, leaving only the X chromosomes to fertilize the egg. Amazing. Not that we chas v'shalom need science to validate what the Torah says, but it certainly adds a certain geschmack when we see once again that even though for many centuries no one understood the reason behind it, nevertheless, Torah is always right. Have a good Shabbos.